T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love, come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right, nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans' high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. Undefeated Muskego. Good win last night. It's a good win. It was a fun first half. Um, they had Coach Christ and Coach Leonard from the Badgers out there, and their Badger recruits showed up. So it was uh, on both sides, North and Muskego, so it was interesting. Yeah, they stayed the first half? Yep. Yeah, and then uh, I think uh, Coach Leonard went up to where to go, Whitnall, and then Coach Christ I think jumped over to CMH Kettle Moraine. Man, there were there was a number of players at games that we were covering too. The guy from Menominee Falls, the, the defensive end, was there and yeah. said, "You want to get him on?" And I said, "Sure." And he said, "Nah, I don't think so. I'm just here to watch a game." And I want to say congratulations. He just got a full ride. He was a walk-on, preferred walk-on, and they gave him a full ride. A couple other players. Throughout some of the games that we're, you know, they they have that week off, and right. man, let's head head out and watch some high school stuff. So, and it was it was an I don't know if we've had a more exciting Friday night scoreboard show with some of the games we had last night. It was unbelievable, and you know we we do the UW Credit Union Team of the Week, and we're gonna have that discussion between the three of us. But there's look, I saw the Greendale game first uh, up close and personal against Pewaukee, and that thing was. Unbelievable. Overtime, was, too, right? Yeah. 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 Overtime. And, you know, just when overtime gets done, the rains, the lightning, it all came. <laughs> and, we're, and I'm standing out there with a microphone. You know, I'm holding <laughs> on to this thing. And I got to give away the player of the game. The tough part was the player of the game is a kid that went to Martin Luther as a freshman where I coached basketball. <laughs> and the day before the first practice of football, went over to Greendale. Now, as a sophomore, he was the U.S. Marines player of the game. And so I'm like, man, I got to give this to you? He said, yes, you do, man. <laughs> so, you know, they're certainly a team. Menominee Falls yep, and Kettle Moraine. I mean, we're going to talk about all these teams at the 11 o'clock hour. We'll, we'll make a selection on who our you know, credit union team of the week. At 11.30, Travis Wilson is going to join us. They're, in the rankings, if you look around that whole thing, there's a lot of teams that are going to be a lot of changes. Absolutely. Um, after that week, our special in studio guest, and he, as you know, he's one of my favorite, uh, Coach Matt Hensler, head coach at Lake Geneva Badger, and a couple of players he brought that we're going to get to a little bit uh, later in the show. Um, coach, good win last night. Yeah, it was uh, it was a big win for us to bounce back like that. So. We're excited. Yeah, I'm glad you're coming in this week. Last week, you might have been a little snarly. That would, that would not have made for a good radio, I can <laughs> that, assure you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what's going I had somebody at the game. I'm like, whoa, what's going Hold yeah. on a second. Wilmot, did you did you know Wilmot was going to be that good this year? Yeah, for sure. Um, I I think they're good, no doubt about it. And they and they play us tough. And, 
and they always get ready, and they they're very very hard to beat at home. But we're we're hoping six weeks from now that's just like the the one anomaly, the right. one stub your toe. And I got a feeling we talked to Will and Kyle, they would like to have that one back. Yeah. <laughs> huh? They would like to maybe get that one back, and and uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, Waterford is you know we had them covered last night, and and Bakken's got those boys playing well. That's an awfully good team. Burlington is playing pretty well, right? Absolutely, absolutely. The, the conference, conference is for real. And three years ago, we had this conversation where I didn't cover you guys, <laughs> and you guys came. You all of a sudden, Bach and the boys came up up here when Cook was over at Greenfield, right. and they got no respect in that seating meeting, but they got respect on the on the scoreboard and in the field. And I swore at that moment. I would not look past the Salmon Lakes Conference anymore because I look like a complete idiot, to be honest with you. There is really good coaching and good football in that conference. Yeah, I've been there 13 years now, and it, it's changed. Is it, is it 13 is that years? Nuts? Is that, that's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Man, you got old. I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm the same, but you – man, that's Father amazing. time is undefeated, man. Is undefeated. 13 years you've been there. Yeah. Wow. So we, we've – just the conference has changed the last probably five, six years, and, and – um, you know, just with tougher non-con too, and and we had a heck of a, a first two weeks this year, just with non-con and unbelievable yeah. first couple of weeks. So it's, yeah, it's good. We're in we're in the right place. Competition every week, which is what you want. Hey, um, Ryan, how tough is it for for coaches in that conference if they go and play Badger one week, get ready for what he runs, and then go to Burlington <laughs> and t- Steve throwing it all over the the the, the yard when he can. Uh, tough to tough back to back they you know two completely different in fact i have the stats from last night's game if you want to hear them a uh, quarterback was one for six for yeah, zero that yards throw. Matt. that was a great throw he had zero <laughs> yards and the kid who caught it he had one catch for zero yards yeah, so that's, that's the difference between what it you was get four, it was fourth and minus an inch so we, we had to get it you had to get it and he hey he got it um <laughs> So the difference between having to play these teams back to back that that makes it really difficult. I talk up in the basketball world when you're when you're playing, um, you know, in 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 the Southeast Conference, you got to go against Racine Park and Racine Case on a Tuesday, and they get ready for Franklin, you know, who's going to be half court and they're going to set you, you know, four hundred picks. They're not getting the ball up and down, and that's kind of what this football conference is becoming. Absolutely, I think uh, when you go from uh, Badger to Bur- Burlington for sure. It's a it's a struggle. I mean, it's a challenge. You got to have fun with it, I guess. Your your kids are constantly learning. You got to teach, 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 teach because there's certain schematical schemes that you need to have specifically playing them. A lot of discipline, right? Uh, but you also need discipline on the other side when you get to Burlington with some of the things that they can do through the air. Uh, and if you're not and you go to sleep, they're gonna they're gonna find it. And they're gonna get you because their system's really really good. And you know. Or you can just don't worry about defense and just try and outscore everybody, and that's a lot more fun. <laughs> you know what? And, the, 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 and look, the tough part, and we found this out last week when Badger gets behind. It's you know you you want to make sure that you that you that you're on top in the beginning and, yeah. and get that first score to 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 make sure that you guys are are winning. Look for you guys that first week to be Greendale, and again, I saw them the other night, and there's no quitting those boys. Yeah, it was impressive for them. I thought the funniest part for me is Stoltz. I, I, I'm a big fan. Rob, ten years ago to now, to they're just he's still as energetic as ever. Yeah. But man, he's I really do enjoy 
um, talking to him and listening to him and, and hanging out a little bit in here on the sideline. So they, they come back, and, and, and did you watch the game? Yeah, yeah. They run that play, and, um, <laughs> you know, right at the end, fourth and goal with 20 seconds to go, and they bring in the other quarterback, and they put the start of the kid who's now, you know, played the second half. They put him at a wing, and they – direct snap to a running back who hands off to this kid who throws the quarterback. And he, it was like something you drop on Thanksgiving Day with your brothers, you know? Yeah. And it was wonderful, and they go to overtime, and they win, and the rain's coming, and the, the AD out there is telling us, we got to get off the field. And he's got his kids, and I get my, my mic off, and he's got his kids on one knee, and, and he goes, look, when and I'm listening to him, he said, when the only thing you can eat in your life is oatmeal because you have no teeth left. You'll remember what happened on this field. He said, and we did this on national TV. And I go, we're on, we're national now? He goes, it's part of the speech, pal. And he kept going. I tell you what, I laughed all the way to the car. These kids, I felt bad for Pewaukee, man. They played their hearts out for against uh, Greendale. And you know what? Greendale came back right at the end, won it, and then we got it to overtime, won it in overtime. And we get to that 11 o'clock hour for our team of the week. We'll talk about them. But that game to, to, to start your year and to, to uh, come up to Greendale and beat them, Coach, that's a, that's a staple. That's a good win, man. Yeah, it's it's a great game for us just because, uh, you know, Rob is so talented and he, and he can. Yeah. You talk about not knowing what's going on, and, and it's there's different wrinkles every year. and. So we just a couple years ago we just stopped preparing for it and it's just like hey you're gonna see something we'll react to it and and Stolz does a good job with that it's I think it, it's good for for us because you get to see the nature of high school football which is everybody can do something different right and different doesn't mean wrong it just means different so we we have our style and they have our style and they're both successful and neither one's wrong and 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 I like that about high school football that it's not all the carbon copy stuff and I do too and I like I like. I like facing Stoltz. We we have a long history together. You know, he was the head coach at Westman West before I took over. Right. We couldn't be more different. He's throwing it. We're running, and he you know he looks good in his extra medium shirt. I do not in my three X. So, so <laughs> extra it, medium. We, we couldn't be more different. But it, that's what makes it great. It it does. And I got to tell you, yeah, I do. Um, I, I'm watching Justin Frisky, and I'm on the sidelines, Pewaukee, and and. Um, He's, He's another my, good dude. He is. You know what? I asked him in the pregame interview, I said, you as a coach now to 10 years ago. And he goes, 10 years ago, I knew everything. And now I don't know anything. He there goes, go. that's the difference. He said, I really, back then, I thought I did. And I said to these guys, you, yeah. you two boys were two of the cockier boys, you know, back. <laughs> and, and, and look, and they were like, we know. We, I know. And those guys have a lot of respect for each other. You know, and they both, their programs are really good programs. And I'm a big fan of, of both of them. So it was hard, you know, to sit on the sidelines and watch one of them, you know, go down like that. But it was a really good high school football game. There's no doubt about that. Hey, Coach, this year's team, and we're going to get a chance to talk to two of your players. Um, Will Fall, is it Fall? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Kyle Friend? Friend, yeah. Um, are going to join us uh, either next segment or the following segment. Um Two senior leaders, yep. right, on this team. Two three-year starters. Two three-year starters, and we'll talk to them about being part of your program. How are you feeling about about where you're at at this point? Uh, we're in a good place, uh, mostly cultural. You know, we last year we struggled with a lot of things off the field, and and because of that, our on the field product was not very good. So we were pretty deliberate in the off season about changing those behaviors, changing attitudes, and changing the culture around our program, and and. Uh, 
these guys, as well as a handful of other seniors, have really embraced that, and it's changed everything for us. Our even going back to our our camp in the summer, just uh, we we focus so much on culture and the attitude around it and surrounding uh, our program. And two days, um, <laughs> we we did very little football, you know, in, in terms of how it was ten years ago, right? And uh, but we we focused on that, and, and it is paying dividends big hey, time. Is that hard for you? And I'm going to ask you the same question, Ryan. Is that hard? For a guy that that think about you playing when you were their age, and and even go back, I mean, think about me. I'm way older. We and these guys are going to laugh. We couldn't take a water break. They gave us a salt pill. We did. We <laughs> did bull yeah. in the ring every day. We did Nutcracker every single yeah. day. And is it hard for you not to 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 want to go back to some of that? Not even a little bit. You know, we we were uh, Will and Kyle and I were on the ride up here. We're talking about that. And um, that was just my college experience was we had three days. Yeah. You know, we went a two-hour full pad in the morning. Then then our second session was a five-hour. And uh, we would go 55 minutes full contact. <laughs> and then they would sit us down by this wall and give us a Gatorade. And for five, you had a five-minute break every hour. And our coaches would just berate us. <laughs> drink your little Kool-Aid. Drink your, you know, oh, you need a break. And then we had a, then we had a night practice, too. And Where did you go? Uh, the Harvard of the Midwest, Augustana College. There it is. It is the so, Harvard of the Midwest. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of but, smart guys go in there for those five-hour practices. But the, the fact of the matter is, no, it's better now. Yeah. The kids are healthier. Uh, Will and I, Will and Kyle and I, were talking. This we we're fresh on Friday. We can play hard. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how we dragged ourselves out on the field Saturdays. I, I don't know how we did that. You know, and I I just wonder if at times, and Ryan, I'm going to ask you this when you were at Oconomowoc. Aren't there some times that you just want to challenge them? Like, okay, man up a little bit. Th- that's let's the hard see, part. Let's see how tough. Come on, tough boy. You're, they'd always do because I had a big mouth and I had nothing to back it up. And they were like, okay, boy, you know, let's see. And I'd go, come on, what you got? And I'd just get killed. And then the next day, I'd say it again. But every once in a while, don't you don't you want to go back to a little part of that to to toughen these guys up? I think. You definitely want to challenge them. You just got to find the right way to challenge them, and you got to find whatever that drill is. Maybe you have to talk a little trash as a coach and get kids talking to each other, you know, to get their attention and maybe the team's attention, and you do some sort of a drill. It might not be full contact, but it's in front of everybody. And that's right. that's when we say we want to be tough, it's that, it's that male bravado that we just want to be tough to be accepted by our peers, right, in society and that social pressure. So – if you can set that up a different way other than just cracking skulls, I think you can still get to the same uh, I never figured deal. that out. I just figured I wanted to beat the heck out of the other guy, and I never <laughs> really could do it, but I always wanted to. Um, that other stuff, I, yeah, I, I think you're right, though. It's changed, and, and I tell people this, and, and I get more people rolling their eyes at me, Matt, but I, I, the football has never been safer. No, it's, there's it's no not. doubt about that. And, it's, look, it's a fast, violent sport. It is. And there are going to be some injuries. But I, I, I don't think it's ever been safer. The way you guys practice, we do this UW Credit Union Team of the Week now, and I was out at the Brookfield East practice. And I, and I got there early, and I watched for a long time. And it's all schemes. It's all let's go, let's go, let's go. And, you know, make sure you're in this hole and make sure you get to this gap and make sure. And I was waiting for, you know, let's see, a little bit. No, no tackling, no hit, no putting to the ground at all. And very little of that nowadays. Yeah. And it, for a lot of reasons, it's just because of the rule changes, because the safety is a priority, uh, and because, you know, you just don't want to lose your studs. Right. So you, you don't want them going live 
three hours a week, and um, you just don't want that. Hey, we're going to get to a break at, at 1030, and we're going to bring Will and Kyle up, I promise. I just got a few more questions for you, and uh, I'm going to make sure that they have enough uh, Matt Hensler stories to last us for a while, and I think that they will. This is what uh, they need. We are joined in studio by Lake Geneva Badger head coach Matt Hensler, two of his players. 11 o'clock, we're going to uh, introduce you to our team of the week. This week's team of the week, uh, UW Credit Union team of the week. And then 11.30, Travis Wilson is going to join us. My uh, co-host, he is Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. In studio, Ryan McMillan, AD at Muskego, along with the head football coach at Lake Geneva Badger, Matt Hensler, two of his players that I promise we'll get to next segment. They're sitting on the couch looking at me like, well, why are we coming in if you're not talking to us, man? Which one of those two is going to talk more? Probably will. Oh. Hold on. Uh, is your mic on? Say it again. Uh, no. There you go, Jeff. Thank you. There we go. Yeah, I said Will probably talk more. He knows more words. He knows more words. Good Good for that school at Lake Geneva Badger. That's that's <laughs> awesome. Hey, um, let's talk. We're going to get a chance to talk about this team later in the show. But uh, your staff, same guys have been with you for a while? Yeah, we, we, we've we been really fortunate. Very little turnover. Um, obviously, you get one or two here or there. But right. uh um, we've been pretty good. How are the numbers? You as know, far as kids playing in the yeah, program, it's it's down and it's it's down everywhere. Right. Um, what we're noticing is our, our varsity numbers are fine. Um, it's just the JV and freshman numbers are down. So, kind of the way it used to be, it was you know you'd get forty five freshmen, and then you know some of them would figure out that they don't really like that, and then you'd get thirty sophomores, and then you'd get twenty juniors yeah. and seniors. So. Essentially, what's happening now is we just get those 25 freshmen and we get almost all of them back as sophomores and almost all of them as varsity. So the kids that are on the fence are the ones that aren't coming out. Right. Um, but you guys have your uh, freshman team, JV team, and varsity? Because yeah. even that's unusual now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not, not at Muskego. They got right. like four yeah, different four freshman guys. teams. They got, <laughs> you know, JV, JV1, JV2, and then JV girls team. They're right. playing too. And yeah, they got all that going on over at Muskego. Yeah, but that would be great. But yeah, we're not quite there. But we, we are fielding three teams. Good. Well, that uh, are you, your freshman team able to get games? Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody in our conference, we have one school that struggles a little bit with numbers, but uh, everybody else, they, they've got full squads. So Boy, that's, that's good. That is, that's that that's big. Um, this and these, and we'll talk to these two seniors that are coming uh, up to the, the the microphone next segment. But this senior class, good class. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, they've um, even back to freshman year, they've been successful, and uh, they were eight and one as sophomores, and uh, with three of those guys up virtually the whole time. Um, so even even the little under man, they were eight and one as sophomores, and uh, that's why we were we were pretty confident in the off season if we could fix some of the culture stuff that the on the field would take care of itself. Do you find that sometimes, and I'm going to ask you this too, Ryan, fixing the culture stuff is actually harder sometimes than fixing the stuff on the field? Yeah, there's no doubt about I, it. And, I agree with that. Yeah, and it, it's 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 very difficult because um, it's not like anything other anything else at the high school. You know, we have programs at our school that are really good. 
um, DECA and drama and band and those things. And, and their culture is great, but the big difference is they meet every single day. They have classes and they, they meet every day. We're three months and then that's it. We might There's some kids we might not see again for nine months. So it's really hard to build that culture. And then, you know, these, these 15 kids go off and play this sport. And so now they're getting a different message. And so it, it's, it's very difficult. Yeah, it, it is. When that first year over at Martin Luther, we, you know, they were so used to losing. And it was, it was pretty much an all-white suburban school. And then they went to school choice. And so came in the same year that, you know, that that was changing, too. You got trying try to change the culture because it's easy to lose, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're down three with two minutes to go. We're, we always lose. Yeah. And we're going to lose again. No big deal. And so it's easy. And and so changing culture is is really hard on the football field. I remember having Jake Walter on the air when he was at Tosa East, and they hadn't won a game in a while. And they were up by, like, 13 with four minutes to go. And he the kids were looking at the clock going, oh, man, it looks like we might win. And they gave up two late touchdowns and lost. And he said, you know, we can't we can't change the culture in this thing if they're looking at the club. they got to just play. Let's just play to win. Don't worry about when the horn's going to go off. I'll tell you when to stop playing. Play until I tell you to stop. Um, your, your advice on, on changing culture is what? I think you just have to set up some deliberate situations, and you have to be very deliberate about building that culture and building that team continuity. And it might, you might want to be doing football or, in your case, basketball all day long, but you, it's, there's some times you just got to forget about playing the game. You got to go do some other stuff just to get these kids to believe in one another and trust one another and, and hang together when there's a minute left and you're up 13. So they're not looking at the clock and they're looking at each other going, we're doing this. Yeah. It's, and you know, can you, can you, Matt, do you believe you can, you can create leaders or do they have to do that on their own? It's, um, I, I believe it's both, you know, um, I think there's certain kids that gravitate towards other kids and there's certain kids that people look up to and, um, so I think there's a, a little bit of uh, innate ability there. However, um, even given that podium or that, that standpoint, you can go either way. You can lead well or lead poorly. So right. I, I think the, the critical part is finding out who those kids are, who the kids trust, the leaders, and then teaching them the right way. And so that's what we focused on, and this is how you handle the situation. This is how you talk in the situation. This is not what we do. Right. And um, – I think that's to be intentional about that is the, is the biggest deal. There's a there's a coach and I don't need to name him, but he is uh, they've started out really well this year and he's been on our Friday night show all three weeks. It's been three or four weeks that he's been on uh, because they've won and we've been covering this team and they they've been winning and each time he's come on he's made a comment that said, "Look, we we get along much better this year. We're we're playing as one." And you know what? Guys trust each other, and guys love each other, and guys are playing for each other, and nobody wants to know what their stats are before they get to the locker room. And that's a big difference from where we are this year to where we've been the last couple of years. And he has been, he, he's been pretty open about what's going on at this program. And the, I don't think they have more talent than they did the last years. I don't. I think they have less talent, and they're having more success, and they're beating really good teams. And he's saying, "Here's the reason. You might be right. Maybe we don't have the kind of talent, but we're playing together as one." Yeah, I I absolutely agree with that. It's, you know, football is a, a different sport. That it, if you play together and you play hard and you, you play with passion and play for the guy next to you, you can beat a team that's more talented. You know, it, and it's not always like that in other sports. And the trust factor. You know, when Joe Cook was sitting where you're sitting, 
Ryan, one time he brought in his tablet and he goes, you know, I've been telling you about trust for a long time. He said, I got a perfect example for you. He said, last night, look at my safety. I'll show you any play you want the first three and a half quarters, even longer, till there's two minutes to go, and he's in the exact position he's supposed to be in. They get the ball on their own 20-yard line with two minutes to go, and we're up four. And now watch where he is. He took three or four steps over to try to help the corner, who he didn't think was very good, and we got beat on a seam route and got beat. He said, but for three quarters and you know almost the entire game, he trusted me as a coach, and I told him, I trust him, so you trust him. But when it really counted, he didn't. And he took those couple of steps over because he thought he had to help this kid, and he didn't, and he, we got beat on the seam route. He goes, that's what I'm talking about when we talk about the whole trust and love thing. Yeah, team continuity goes a long, long way. And, it, you know, it's funny, we're talking about high school, but I just heard two very successful college coaches last night telling me how their team – continuity is light years they they got some things got away from them last year a little bit and they got some older guys that um have said we want to go back to the way it was three four years ago where we had that tight bond and they have been very deliberate about how they're going to do their business and what they're going to do and it, it goes all the way up to the nfl too you, you see with the packers and everybody else if you don't have team continuity you're not going to win and it's interesting because kids that are 15 16 17 18 years old Unless you show it to them and unless you are deliberate about it like you guys are talking about, they just go about their business. You know what? He's not any good, but he's playing. Why is he playing? You know what? No, let's. if we play together, and I know it's easier on the basketball floor because i got 15 guys, maybe sometimes 13, that I've got to get to do as one. you got how many kids are on your varsity? Yeah, 40. 40. You know, that, that makes it more difficult. We're going to get to a break. I'm going to get you guys on the couch, and I'm going to bring Will Fall and, and uh, Kyle – Fred. Friend. 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 Is it friend? Friend. It's not Freud. No. It's, it's not Sigma. I'm not, <laughs> he's not going to ask me anything about my childhood or anything, right? He might. He might. Well, we're going to have these guys. Are they going anywhere next year, by the way? Uh, undecided. They're going somewhere. Yeah. We just don't want Can them they around Lake Geneva. No. And you don't want them Lake Geneva. <laughs> no, they're, they're very definitely on the recruiting uh, trail right now. So. Well, I'm looking forward to talking to these two seniors from this Lake Geneva Badger team on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, as always, we're presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Mike McGivern alongside my co-host, he is Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. Boy, you guys are rolling, by the way. Yeah, we... Tough uh, to beat. Yeah, we've, uh, we've started to figure some things out, and we got tested a little bit differently defensively last night, which was good to see with some of their special skill kids, and... So I think it was a, a growth point for our D because they really hadn't. I mean, they've been so good that it's it's well, kind of nice to see us get challenged a little bit in different ways. And that walks your north quarterback yep. receivers, good combo. Absolutely, they are. They're and, good. And they did some good things. There's no doubt. We're now joined two of the uh, senior leaders on this team, and I asked Matt Hensler to bring a couple of good guys in that you know can can be good ambassadors for the city, the school, their 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 teammates. And uh, he did that. Will Fall and uh, Kyle Friend. Um, Will, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. You have a good game last night. Yeah, well, we played pretty good as a team. Yeah. I mean, how'd you do? You um, had a good game. Personally, I think I did pretty good. I mean, would have 
wanted to get in the backfield a little bit more. But. Yeah. Yeah, that and your coach said, look, we needed a bounce back win. Certainly before uh before you play Burlington, which is coming up. Um, Kyle, how about you? Did you have a good game last night? Uh yeah, I did have a good game. Good. Uh I felt I played a little better on defense than I usually do. Uh, my I was a little slow on the start on offense though. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. If you know that, what position do you play on defense? I uh, play three tech. Yeah, and, and offense? And I play right guard. Excellent. How about you? Uh, I play D-end and left tackle. So you guys uh, you guys are hanging out a lot, man, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah? The Iowa's um, the like offensive line guys that have you know played together and they're in the weight room together and, and uh, they spend a lot of time together. You guys have been playing football next to each other and together for a long time. Yeah. Did you play in the yeah. youth program? Oh, uh, yeah, we both played in the youth program. I think I started in like seventh grade. Okay. First year I played football. How about you? Yeah, I started the same year, but I was a little uh, chubbier, so I yeah. had to move up to the heavyweight. You did? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's all right, man. Welcome to my world, my friend. That's not a bad place to be. No problem with that. Um, the the coming senior year comes quick, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. you, you know, you're a freshman, and you guys played varsity as sophomores. Um, do you remember your first game on varsity, by the way? Do you remember I just, do. It made, I do. how big and fast everybody looked? Uh, it was a lot different. We were playing against a good team. I think it was Greendale. Okay. Uh, they had two really good tackles, and I was a sophomore, a small sophomore. So, hey, Did you think at that point maybe I don't belong on varsity? Oh, no. I knew I, I knew I was going to step up and just yeah. play as best I could for the team. Same question, Kyle. Yeah. Do you remember that first game? It was, it was pretty uh, nerve-wracking, but I actually found that at the end of the game, our coaches grade all alignment out, and I ended up having the highest grade. And I was actually surprised because the O-line was just so good that year. Yeah. Boy, that gives you some confidence, right? Yeah, it felt good. Hey, your, your class, um, and, and, and I'm wondering, and, and the stuff that we talked about with leadership and stuff, and, and as coaches, we, we sometimes see it and sometimes we don't. Um, but I'm wondering, the years that you've been there, have there been some pretty good leaders in classes above you that taught you what it, what it is to be a good leader? Oh, yeah, we've had um, a lot of guys in front of us. Every year there's, I mean, we've been three-year starters. Every one of those years there have been two or three guys that always step up and become good leaders, teach the guys below them that, what to do when they leave. It, is it more than, Kyle, is it more than just getting in the weight room on time, right? It's, 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 there's so many different things that, that it takes to be a good leader on a high school football team. Yeah, you got to be, like, with your teammates outside of just the sport, just the weight room. Like, for example, we had a wing-eating contest. Two years in a row. I don't know if we did it our sophomore year. But, you know, me being the two-time champion. <laughs> yeah, man, that's it's just all. like a – it's a big thing we got to do. You know, it's interesting because we have a trophy for you for that. I don't know if they – no, I'm just oh. kidding. You didn't beat me. Yeah, so, so, yeah, you can't um, – when, when you have guys that play offensive line, Ryan, and defensive line, and these are two guys that are leaders on the team, I, I think that that says a lot about the program. If these guys are willing – you know, to, to, to take that leadership role and be willing to say, look, I yeah, I accept this role 100%. And these are the guys, look, we normally get quarterbacks and receivers, the pretty boys come I in in studio. I was say that. Yeah. We don't get linemen in here too this often. This is awesome. <laughs> you know what? Good. Only Hensler will do that <laughs> right. stuff because, you know, that's kind of good. Boy, Hensler, is, he didn't like the pretty boys. He likes the big <laughs> boys that will knock guys down. Right. And he brought a couple of them with us. And when you're looking, you're talking to guys that are like three, five students, so they're smart kids. And they get after it, and they understand the whole leadership role. That's a good sign for that team and that program. I love it. I mean, I can tell you when we had kids uh, back when I was coaching that were, you know, you get these type of guys who are leaders. 
you know, your your pretty boy sometimes can get a little bit, you know, down and out and, you know, or too high and not. And they, these guys are just grinding all game and they just grab them. Let's go. Come on. We're moving forward. And, you know, they don't say much and they just keep going. But it's it makes life so much easier when you got linemen that are locked in. Hey, hey well, estimate um, how much actual time in practice do you guys practice pass blocking? Um, personally, I've Probably. only had one practice as an offensive lineman this whole year. Oh, really? Uh, okay. So Kyle might be the better one. Kyle, uh, about 10 minutes a week, I'd say. 10 minutes yeah. a week. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's, well, one, he threw six times this week. That was big. We're going to start calling him Mayor Hensler with throwing it six, six times. Look, you guys understand this offense and, and the reason behind them doing it because they've had a lot of success and it's hard to, to, to figure out in five practices or even four practices what it takes to play against you guys. I've watched it, and you know what? It's like Novocaine. You know what? It, it, just give it time because it's going to work. And somebody's going to miss an assignment. Somebody's going to get tired and not stay disciplined, and boom, you're going to score. That's, that's kind of how that thing works. Um, if if you look at your schedule, and, and, and let me start with you, um, Will, when – when you look at the schedule, is there a rival for you? I mean, is there somebody that you just, man, look, I, I don't need to, to, to like them at all. I just want to beat them. I mean, that's every school we play against. Everyone's uh, goal is obviously winning. Um, right. As a team, we got to get wins. I mean, our first goal of the year is always win conference. Um, There's got to be one team, though. I mean, one team. I really don't like <laughs> Like Waterford. Waterford. You know what? You're you know yeah, you're hitting him by the shoulder saying, Are you kidding me? And it's okay. They don't listen. They're they're not listening right now. Same thing. Waterford's not Waterford, uh, just they they're just like us kinda. They always down to hit. They keep going forty eight minutes like we like we should have and we should have in Wilmot, which we didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Wilmot surprised you a little bit? Uh it's not that they surprised me. I knew that it was gonna be a physical game, but it's just that it's just the air felt different. It was just weird. It's like we weren't ready to play. Yeah, well, that you know what that can happen once. Don't let it happen again because you yeah. got Burlington coming up and sure. and uh, Burlington right now is is undefeated. I think in that conference and this would be a big win to get at and at home, which is really uh, really important. Did you have an idea coming in, um, Will, that this this team had a chance to be pretty good? I mean, yeah. did you feel pretty good in the offseason? Like, man, you know what? We got some pieces. Yeah, I've always been confident in this class. I mean, obviously every team has doubters. We had a lot of doubters this year because I mean, we lost a few cute, like key seniors last year, yeah, which you obviously did. Yeah. always takes a hit on a team. But I knew that we could – if our culture got straight, I knew we could bounce right back and be contenders. Kyle, same question. Felt pretty good about this this group coming in? Yeah, I did. The Especially with the leadership cl- things we did. Like, before I was not able to talk in front of my teammates, I'd, like, get nervous and mumble and – yeah, just talk stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, because you had wings in your, you know, yeah. your mouth. <laughs> but now, no, no issues with that. No, you're pretty comfortable doing this. I am. Yeah, good. I actually feel better than I thought I was gonna. Well, you know what? Good. I'm glad because there are some guys that come in and get a little bit nervous, and around the end of the show, all of a sudden, then they're comfortable and they're like, "Okay, I'll, I'll talk more now." Well, it's too late. It's it's over. So for you to kind of be the spokesperson. Um, that he chose says I think a lot about about both you guys. Um, you guys both want to go on uh, next year and play at the next level. Yeah. Um, do you have? Are you getting some some people calling you? Is there some people that have some interest? Oh yeah. Right now I have uh, seven offers. I just don't know. Still waiting to see what happens throughout the season. Undecided. Wow. 
Can I ask where some of the offers are from? Oh uh, yeah, right now I have um, Minnesota Mankato, Minnesota Duluth, Augustana, um, St. Cloud, St. Paul, Lindenwood, and Southwest Minnesota State. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. It's a great group. Thank you, I appreciate it. How about you? Uh, right now I actually have zero offers. And, uh, <laughs> but you want to play at the next <laughs> yeah, level. I do, yeah. It's all right. You know what? The That's guy sitting on the couch, man, trust me, if you want to play at the next level, he when we were on the phone, he goes, these two boys are playing in college if they want to. They're both really good football players, and he'll help you get there. Keep the grades up and, and all that. Can I keep you over for one more segment? Want to be able to? I got a couple more questions for you regarding uh, this team and and uh, some of the things that you're going to try to accomplish. And I want to talk a little bit about coming in as freshman and playing in the junior youth program and stuff like that. Hey, uh, Ryan, that game last night for you guys, um, the quarterback for Waukesha North has gotten really good. He uh, he throws a beautiful deep ball, and yeah. he was and then he was on time when they had some crossing routes over the middle and did some things in a quarterback that we hadn't seen really all year. Marquette's kid wasn't bad, um, you know, but th- this kid was a little bit more polished. You could tell he had numerous varsity reps behind what he was doing and Did how he's doing it. You remember having those two in studio with us? Were you were you on that show last year? So we had the receiver and, and, and the, the quarterback were in studio with us when they were juniors. I remember a coach being here, but yeah. Yeah, those two, the two players and, and – uh, um, then I had to go and do the pick and save student athlete of the week for those two kids. Yep. And I talked to his mom, and and she said, you know, he like four months ago he was five ten, and he had this spurt. She goes, I can't, I can't even keep shoes in the house because he can't. He went from five ten to six four in like four months. <laughs> he said his knees were killing him, and all of a sudden everybody's looking up at him. He said, boy, I can see over the line. I can, you know, yeah. and he can throw it. He spins it well. He, he did a nice job, and he was patient in the pocket, too. He didn't get too antsy. He took his time at the line, commanded the offense, um, and tried to get to what they wanted to get to in the right times. I mean, obviously, he's facing a really good defense, but he he played well. I mean, I think he earned some respect last night. There's no doubt. Yeah, I agree. Hey, boys, before we go to a break, just so you know, um, Wendy sponsors this show, and they, give, uh, they sponsor the coach that comes in, and I get a packet of combo meals that I give to the coach, and he decides whether he wants to take Ryan and I out or if he's going to give it to his staff, to his family. So you guys might want to either be nice to him or be willing to, if you want me to hand him off to you, you guys let me know. But I want to thank Wendy's because they sponsor every coach that comes in and uh, big sponsor a lot of the high school stuff that I do. And uh, they, they give me a packet of these combo meals to be able to feed the coach and his staff, feed the coach and some of his players. Nobody's ever taken me up on me and Ryan, but one day somebody will. They get to, by the time they leave here, they're sick of us. So um, I'm sure Mc, I, I, I'm sure McMillan and I are going to have to pay for our own combo meals at Wendy's. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. Will Fall, Kyle, friend, uh, both seniors at Lake Geneva Badger, eleven o'clock hour. We're going to have uh, our team of the week. The uh, UW Credit Union Team of the Week, 1130, Travis Wilson will join us. And I'm going to ask these two guys a question near the end of the show. I'm going to ask them to think about it. If high school football at Lake Geneva Badger were to end the day, your favorite memory so far, whether it's on the field, in the uh, in a bus ride, in the locker room, something like that, give it some thought because I want to know your favorite memory of being part of this Lake Geneva Badger program so far. And we'll get to that later in the show. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
Oh, welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. I ask these two senior leaders of the Lake Geneva Badger team to sit with us one more segment, and then we'll bring them back later in the show to ask them their favorite memory playing so far. they got a lot of football to play, but so far as a Lake Geneva Badger. Um, Will, we, we were talking about family, and, and uh, you got a younger brother on the team? Yeah. Yeah, how does it – is that pretty good? You guys uh, get along, or are you yelling at him to make more tackles at the linebacker spot or what? Uh, no, we, we do pretty good together on the field. I mean, we're brothers. Right. All brothers fight, but you know, I try to be as supportive as I can, and he supports me, and it just works out. Yeah, it's you know, it's okay if you yell at him, but nobody else. And if a, t- <laughs> if a kid from another team takes a cheap shot at him, you're the guy that he's going to have to deal with, right? Yeah, or he – he can deal with himself. I mean, he, is he a tough kid? Yeah, he's a tough kid. He yeah. can deal with it. He but. can't. He, he's not tough enough to mess with you yet, oh, though, no. right? No, he, not. does he know that? Definitely not. Right, he knows oh, it. That's good. He knows um, who he is. What's your mom and dad's name? Uh, Amy and Frank. Are they listening, do you think? Uh, I think my mom is. Oh, that's awesome. Hi, Amy. Does she go, they come to every game? Oh, yeah, they're, they're at every single game, every single basketball who, game. Who do you hear more in the – do you hear Amy or um, do you hear Frank? My dad, he's, he's a loud one. He got, he got, he's got his whistle <laughs> – Pretty distinct. He does yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, I w- I always wanted to be able to whistle. I I can't do so it. I can't. I can't do it either. No, yeah. but you know it's him. Yep. You know it's it. him. Kyle, how about you? Brothers, sisters. Uh, I have uh, older brother and older sister. Uh, Jared, Caitlin. Did they both Lake Geneva Badger kids? They, they yep, both went to school did go there? there. Are they going on to? Are they on co- in college now or? Yep. My brother goes to Gateway. Okay. And my sister goes to Parkside. Man, that's awesome. They get back to watch you play a little bit. Yep. Your, my sister usually comes. My brother doesn't. Yeah, your mom and dad listening. Do you think? Yep. What's your what, what are their names? Catherine and Jeffrey. Catherine and Jeffrey. Who do you hear in the? Uh, my mom more than anyone. yeah. My dad kind of just sits there and soaks it in. Yeah. Does he Does he talk to you about it after the game a little bit? I mean, not really. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. We um, I coached my son in in high school basketball, and then when he went on to college, um, he went to Maranatha Baptist Bible College in Watertown. And my wife and I never sat next to each other during a game because she said I didn't cheer correctly. I still don't know what that means. But she would say, you have to move now. Right, two minutes to go in warm-ups, either you're moving or I'm moving. So I'd go sit off on my, my side by myself, and my son would say, it doesn't matter how many people are in the gym. If I can't even hear my coach, I can always hear you. I'm like, what? He said, yeah, after games, man. You said, are you ever going to hit a shot tonight? And I go, you heard that? And he goes, yeah, I'm so in tune to your voice that be careful what you're saying because I can hear all of that. Um, you guys are multi-sport athletes. Yeah. Um, you, you have basketball and track, mm-hmm. right? Wrestling. Track. Wrestling and track. Yeah. What your favorite sport? Definitely football. Definitely. Yeah. I actually like football more, but I watch tra- I watch wrestling more than anything. Really? Yeah. Man, there is. Uh, have you gotten a stage yet? No, last year I got up to rank third at heavyweight, and yeah. then I choked. You did? <laughs> Who beat you? Choked. Uh, Alex Nachigal. From? Uh, Watertown. Is he, was, what year was he? Senior. So he's gone. Yeah. You feel pretty good about this? Have you gone up to watch up there? I did. I went this last season. I saw a big upset for the state finals. Man, this, uh, that hurts, though, dude, to thinking you should be there, yeah, right? Yeah, because Austin Ertl got fourth, and I beat him. Yeah. And it just hurt. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that could have been me. That could have been you, and it will be this year, yes? Yeah. I, hey, Ryan, I like football players that are multi-sport athletes, and I love football players that are wrestlers, too. Because that whole contact and, you know what, that's good stuff. 
Yep, with the linemen, uh, for sure, with the hand placement and the moving the feet and the body control and everything else that you want to do to get your hips underneath you and all the balance that comes with it. I mean, it's a huge crossover uh, benefit. As a football coach, you'd love seeing them wrestle. I wrestled for a year. Yeah, I won my first match. I thought I was good. <laughs> I went down to St. Catharines, got pinned in 36 seconds my second oh, match and yeah. realized, yeah, that was – I was a bleeder, too, and when the guy would cross face – I, they cotton up, and it just wasn't for me anymore. Right. Yeah, and it was, uh, girls didn't like that so much back then when there's blood all over the place. And yeah, you know, at Mesmer High School, you wanted to, to try to get some wins, but that didn't, uh, that didn't work a whole lot. Basketball program at Lake Geneva Badger, you said, is getting better. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, it's, it's been a little rocky, but a couple more wins than we'd had last year. Pretty good basketball conference. Yeah, it is a good conference. It's starting to, it definitely picked up. I mean, Elkhorn. They were really good last year. They were they really good. Every, everybody could, on their team could shoot. So Yeah, they, they, they. I went and saw them play um, St. Catharines in the Pius tournament, and they got to state. Yeah, they did. They were they were really good. Those their twins, was, those guards were uh, good. Yeah, yeah, they were really good, and they had a kid about, it's a kid who was going to be back about a 6'3", six, 6'4", six, kid that Nick could Brown. shoot. Yeah. yeah, I played at AAU with him my um, freshman year. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a player. Hey, so what does this team need to do um, to take that next step now? You know, you've got – the big games are coming up. The big games are definitely coming up. What, what do you think really quickly, if I can, Will, the, the, what you guys have to do to take that next step to make sure that you finish out this season and, and win this conference? Uh, we just got to remember the little things. I mean, football comes down to the little details. If you mess up – one person messes up on a play, it can ruin the whole play. So everybody just has to do their job, remember the little things, I think we'll be fine. Same question. I uh, I agree with him, but I'm gonna add on. Uh, like we gotta stay together. When things go bad, we start to yell and we all get frustrated. That's like what happened in the Wilmot game. Everyone got frustrated and we started to blame each other. Yeah. We have to stay together as a team and we can't lose focus on the main goal is winning. Yeah, it is, and it's. Uh, it, I like those answers. Right? I do too. Yeah, that's well said. The main goal is winning. Here we go. Yep, <laughs> and and little things because especially yeah. in what they run offensively. You know what? Everybody's got to be perfect sometimes, right? Absolutely, yep. Right, this is good. Hey, I'm going to get you guys uh, to the couch, and then uh, we're going to name our t- uh, UW team, the UW Credit Union Team of the Week. And I think the three of us, so we could talk about that during the break, but I think we're going to be on the same page. 11.30, Travis Wilson. Sometime in that second hour, I'm going to bring you guys back and ask you your favorite memory, being part of Lake Geneva Badger football. This is the, vars- the Wendy's Varsity Village High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's live. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Joined by Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. He is my co-host. He's a good one. Matt Hensler, head coach at Lake Geneva Badger. I had him on the couch. 
two really impressive young men right yeah. there. How about it? Yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah. Well, the good for choices sure. for these guys. You know, um, how can you go? You can't go wrong with an offensive lineman who's won the, the wings-eating contest the last two years. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. obviously, you know, you don't bring him down to my neck of the woods for that kind of contest, <laughs> but you're not in the contest, are you? No. No, that's uh... – that's not good for me. No, that's not good for you. How's your family, by the way? Uh, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, Kids mi- doing good? Yeah, Mrs. Coach Hensler's doing really well. Uh, the oldest, Erin, she's a freshman at Badger. Is she? So, she's uh, a freshman? Yeah. She, uh, <laughs> I, I go out of my way to embarrass her. And dude, I bet you do. It's kind of awesome. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> um, that, that's rough for her. So she, uh, yeah, I, I jumped in her math class the other day and. I uh, just walked in and she instantly got red. And I go, you know, hey, sweetie, I haven't seen you all day. I love oh, you, Schnookums. Oh, man. And it uh, ran over there and hugged her. And I said, uh, just in case you guys didn't know, this is my daughter. Oh, and, uh, stop looking at her. She thought it was great. <laughs> and then, uh, Sarah, Sarah's a seventh grader now, so she's in middle school and she's loving it. And oh, you can uh, doing a great job. You're and, not going to be embarrassed her as much as you do the other. No, she, she'll fight back. She won't take it. So. And then Jake, the caboose. He's, how's he doing? Oh, Jake's in the penalty box a little bit now. He isn't. He's, yeah, that's. I told you to bring him in, and you said, "Nah, not this week." He's uh, he's still in summer mode. He ran around like a maniac this summer, which is great. But he has not transitioned back into school yet. <laughs> what so we're working is, on him. What grade is he? He's in fourth. He is might he? be forever. He might be. He's 16 years old, but he's got to do fourth. Man, him and I are like twins, yeah, bro. It's, that's, that's how I was. I'm telling you, I'd never get out of that summer mode. I, what do you mean I can't just walk out and go play on the yeah. playground? Don't you know who I am? There's a little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit of that. Is he playing football? Yeah, he's in flag football today. He's his last okay. day. And then uh, he starts uh, – uh, we started a new rookie ball thing, so he'll start in uh, two weeks in that. And it's just fourth and fifth graders – um, all in house, and uh, every kid gets to play every position. That's we awesome. Do, we do a couple inter squad scrimmages, and it's uh, you know seven on seven, Tackle. shortened field. Yeah, yep. So it's I, we, I we like trans. This, it's the, awesome. The we transition. Shortened. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I like that idea a lot. Um, to to shorten the field a little bit, and uh, my favorite Hensler story with uh, <laughs> with his son. He was playing, and he came off the field and said, "Man, my arm really hurts." Really hurts, Dad. And he said, it's a long way from the heart. And then and two days later, they came to the doctor and he had a broken arm. And I just, I, man, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to giggle, yeah. but it, man. Every I, time you, you say that on the air, I get a call from social services. So that's not well, cool. I'll tell the other one about the wrestling thing if you want. But your teacher calls, said, yeah. you, you know, your son is in uh, trouble. He's, he's wrestling the kid down to take a toy. And man, I said, did he win? And she goes, no, I'm not kidding. He goes, me neither. Did he win? Because we yeah. wrestle it, and I'm teaching him these moves. And she's like, I need to call your wife. And he's like, oh, great. Here we go again. <laughs> and that's awesome. Hey, guys, I love the fact that we uh, we do this now. we got a new sponsor. UW Credit Union has been a great uh, partner with this. And the last few weeks, what we do is we, uh, we come together, the guys in the studio, and we vote on who the team of the week is. And um, – Somebody from UW Credit Union, either me or Chris, uh, who, who's a sales rep for them, got a beautiful trophy from our friends over at Ideal Logos, and we go out to the practice and, and present it. And uh, it's gone over really big the first three weeks. We had Milwaukee Riverside, and then we had uh, Brookfield East, and then New Berlin West. And this year, the three teams that I thought would be in the running would be Menominee Falls and Greendale, because I, I just really was impressed with that. 
And then Kettle Moraine stepped up last night. And I don't know how. We went 3-0 on this. Sometimes it's 2-1, but this time it's 3-0. Kettle Moraine beating Catholic Memorial. What team stood out from the rest? What team took their game to another level on the field, court, or in their community? Because these are my streets. Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. name of the band is uh, Tangled Lines, and uh, Coach is from Homestead. That's my son-in-law and a couple wow. other boys. I need to give Homestead maybe at one time so they can hear their song as yeah. we talk about Homestead, but it's not going to be this week. The boys over at Kettle Moraine knocking off Catholic Memorial, I think, uh, by far, I, it's just the biggest win. That, that, that was a big surprise to me. And you look at, at Kettle Moraine, you look at their schedule, and I never saw it coming. You know, boys, if you look at, at some of the stuff that, that they've done the first couple of weeks, um, you think, okay, you know, they got a chance to maybe compete in, a, in what I think is the best conference, and no offense to anybody in the Southern Lakes, of course. Uh, but their, uh, their schedule and what they've done the first few weeks did not – you didn't see this coming. No, and I think uh, I think they earned Team of the Week. Uh, I don't know a ton about the game on, uh, you know, who was playing, who wasn't, or how it all went down, but I, we did get word that – um, late in the game, really late in the fourth quarter, Kettle Moraine took a safety deliberately to, to right. you know, preserve points, not give up a touchdown, and felt comfortable putting their defense back out on the field and just win this thing for us. Well, here's let, let me went. run down their first two, their first three weeks. They lost to Waukesha West fourteen seven. Not you know, they lost to Waukesha North thirty one six, and then they beat Oconomowoc nine to three. So it wasn't like you looked at that and said. Well, these guys are, you know, week four is when they're going to peak and, and beat a powerhouse like Catholic Memorial. Right. I, I didn't see that coming, and it was. It was 13-9. to nine. And, in fact, Coach McDonald was on last night in the scoreboard show. I said, hey, can I get your background? He, he was a Waukesha West guy, and then he's been all over. I mean, he's had, his, his, uh, his resume is pretty impressive. And then he came back home. And he took the job at Kettle Moraine, and and uh, I, I sent a text to him to see if we can get him on right now, but I uh, have not heard back. But this uh, this is an impressive win for them. Absolutely, it puts them uh, right back in the mix. They got two wins. They got to get two more to be playoff eligible. And now they're, you know, they've had some transition in their program with their head coach from last year, uh, Coach Gum, leaving late uh, in the school year, and. You know, Coach McDonald's done a good job of holding it together and, and working at it, and their their defensive front seven is very good, um, and they're winning with defense, which is okay. I mean, as you find a way to get wins, you know, control the clock, run the ball, and play defense, don't pass it. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, that's exactly. Look at him. He's yeah. Um, he the coach was telling us last night. I don't know if there was eight seconds to go, something like that, and they had their punter run around as much as he could. And then either stepped out or took a knee or something with like two seconds to go, but he said we're we're trying to we're hoping zeros, man. <laughs> we we didn't want to give Fox. We didn't give those guys the ball again, but we had to, right. and we got to stop, and the game was over. But man, he was. Uh, I've heard happy coaches before, and that's about as happy as you know. This is a guy who he he understands. He played at Waxwell. He knows what the conference is. He knows how good Catholic Memorial is. And for those guys to, to get them, they've played them tough. 
the last couple of years, I believe, if I remember correctly, but they haven't beaten them. And to get them 13 to 11, our UW Credit Union Team of the Week is, uh, it, it is. I, I think Kettle Moraine certainly deserves it. And what will happen is our guys will be out there on Wednesday and, and bring out this trophy at the end of practice. And, uh, hey, congratulations to the guys at, at, at Kettle Moraine. I'm, through, I'm sure throughout your conference last night, people were like, wait, what? Absolutely they were. I mean, it was all over the place and people were, you know, we, we got people asking us about, you know, uh, the week six game against CMH. You know, it's going to be great. Two, two defending state champs, both unbeaten. I'm like, hold on, there's some football that's got to be played on both <laughs> sides no of that to, to make it happen. And now, sure enough. Just so you know, it wasn't me you asked him that. Right. You know, usually it's guys from more, you know, guys in the media saying stuff like that, but it wasn't me this time. You, uh, after we talked a little bit about your son, you, you were look, laughing at a text. You got yeah, anything we yeah. need to. Yeah, I got it. I just got a text right now from a, n- a number I don't know. Hey, coach, this is social services. Please call me when you have a minute. So, somebody's pretty funny out there. Yeah, that's awesome. I, you know what? It's not me, but I wish it was because I, I wish I was uh, that funny. In fact, I'm getting a call right now from the guy from Kettle Moraine. So we're going to see if I can get Jeff to come in and, 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 and call him back, even if it's just for a minute or two in the next segment, because I'd, I'd like for, to introduce him to this audience because he was really impressive. On, on the air um, last night, there's no doubt. When you get a win like that, and, and we've all had wins like that where we're definitely an underdog and, and, and your kids come out and play and you get a win. I know in basketball, it's it's hard because you play Tuesday, Friday. It's hard. You get that win on Tuesday. All of a sudden, these kids are looking a little different on Wednesday and Thursday, and they think they're, you know, they're, they, hey, man, look at who how good we are. And to get them to play that level the next game is tough. Um, Football-wise, how hard is that? Well, it is hard, but um, it, it's a good thing, and that that can be a signature win and for the program and for that staff. Uh, we talked a little bit about it before that sometimes it's hard to get over the hump when you know you're not looking at the clock; you're just trying to win the game. Right. And and this can be that moment for those kids that that they get that confidence. And they, but what Mike said is right. The the hard part is managing that throughout the week. So you, if you use it and do it in the right way, then then this is absolutely a stepping stone. And, and now the next time those kids are in that situation in the tight game, they'll rise to the occasion. Right. And I, I just think to be able to look all of a sudden, everybody's patting them on the back down the hallway. Yeah. You know what? All of a sudden, some girls that had no interest in going out and having a soda with them are like, hey, what are you doing? You know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's hard to keep their head on straight. Yeah, it's such an emotional game week to week, you know, and it, it can go both ways. It can be, okay, we're a little bit too high and we're, uh, you know, pretenders versus contenders type of thing. Right. Um, but, you know, on the other flip side of the coin, you get some confidence, you get a little bit of swagger, and all of a sudden you believe that you can do anything. That's a dangerous team that uh, nobody wants to take on if that's the case. Hey, guys, we are lucky enough now to uh, be joined by the, the head football coach at Kedem Rain, our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. And we've been talking about this this game and this team last few minutes. And and uh, coach, congratulations! Uh, how you feeling today? Yeah, still pretty good. It's starting to sink in a little bit about the victory, and just really excited that for our kids. Hey, coach, when we had you on my scoreboard show last night, you kind of ran down your your background and your resume. You're a Waukesha West guy. Can you talk a little bit about where you've coached since then? Yeah. So my first year of coaching was in Black River Falls. Uh, Wisconsin, um, and I, I coached three sports there, and kind of got my feet wet. And as far as coaching is concerned, and then had 
an opportunity to go to a D3 school, Hiram College in Ohio, um, and, and learned a tremendous amount about football there. And from there, I went to New Smyrna Beach, Florida, um, and, and spent two years under Coach Hubbard and learned a lot from him and, and just being around football, you know, basically year-round. And um, then kind of a crazy story, you know, Florida's 24 hours from here. Um, so my wife and I were looking to get, you know, closer to home. And, and so we were looking into the Tennessee area, um, preferably East Tennessee in the mountains. And uh, somehow got really lucky and landed a job as a defensive coordinator at Liberty Tech in Tennessee under uh, Coach Turner. Um, and they were just coming off of a loss in the state championship. And um, I got there and was there for, and it was in Eastern Tennessee instead, but or uh, Western Tennessee, sorry. And um, I was there for, I think it was like a total of nine days or something like that. And he took a job at Olive Branch in Mississippi, which is just a, a, a big powerhouse in Mississippi and, and, uh, you know, the pretty top team as far as nations are in, in the nation as well. And he asked if I'd join him on staff. So, you know, we had just moved our stuff into a storage unit. Oh, and moved, yeah, moved it again about an hour and a half um, into the border of Mississippi and Tennessee, just outside of Memphis. Um, and so I got to spend a year there. And um, I, you know, when I first thought about leaving Florida, I actually was in contact with Coach Gum um, about coming up to km and so we had stayed in touch and he was always a dude i wanted to coach for and learn from and, and he had a defense coordinator opening um you know a year after i was at mississippi and i just felt you know we were my wife and i are gonna start a family soon and, and getting back home was intriguing and and being in the classic eight and coaching for coach gum and felt like it was an opportunity i couldn't turn down as, as much as i loved being in mississippi and um learning a ton and so I, I took that job and was on KM staff last year before Man. being, yeah. I told you guys this, yeah, this, uh, your wife is a saint, my friend. Yeah. She, I agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> There's um, a special place in heaven for her. You know that, right? Yeah, for sure. She's incredible. Um, very lucky. And she's done a, a ridiculous amount of moving and is, runs a whole lot of stuff by herself. <laughs> hey, Coach, wait, before we got you on, and we're going to go, Jeff, we're going to go a little long in this segment. Um, we uh, Looking at your 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 schedule, I, guys like me, and I don't know about anybody except guys that are in that locker room that said, look, you, you lost Waukesha West, you got beat by Waukesha North, you just got by Oconomowoc, thought, okay, well, they're peaking right now, so Catholic Memorial is the perfect time to pick them to, for this huge upset. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, I cannot completely understand that nobody <laughs> outside of our locker room thought that one was coming. I, hey, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean for you to, to, to not, uh, you know, figure out how to answer that and get you speechless, but I, we, I didn't see it coming and, and, and certainly congratulations to you and your, your staff and, and to be able to hold a really good offense. They run the ball, they throw the ball, they're, that that Catholic Memorial team I saw up close and personal, man, they're good. They're well, really they're good. Defensively, hey, defensively, you guys obviously playing really well. Yes, I, you know, again, I'm with you. I think Memorial on film was the best offense um, that we've seen, and you know, like I thought, Luke Fox was incredible last year, and watching them this year, I was like, oh boy, and you know that 
Sigma and, and number four can really go for them and they're, they're huge up front. Um, so, you know, we kind of challenged the defense. I think I felt we played one of our best defensive games last year against them. Um, and so we kind of reminded them of that early in the week. And, you know, our, our defense has been playing pretty outstanding all year long. Um, you know, minus the last like nine minutes of the Waukesha North game. Um, they've been, you know, taking the football away and, and tackling well and keeping teams off the scoreboard. So, um, you know, we felt like we had a chance because we, we knew we could play well on defense and, you know, our kids made the big plays when they mattered. Hey, um, Hence, um, you know, I'd called him a couple of times during the break, try to get him on and, and then send him a text and, and couldn't understand why he didn't pick up. And then I got a text back, sorry, I missed the call. I'm feeding the newborn. If it's not oh, too man. late, I can still. Man, thank goodness you didn't put the newborn down and pick up my call, Coach. Well played, yeah, I, my friend. Yeah, I appreciate it. I, yeah. How old? Uh, how old is? When did the baby come? He's three weeks. Three oh, weeks. Wow. Yeah. Man, what's his name? Miles. Miles wow. Matthew McDonald. Well, that's a good one right there. That's a good one. Hey, um, Coach, uh, we have named Kettle Ray, and, and it was a vote of three to nothing, by the way. All three coaches here, all three people here in the studio. Um, as our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, what's going to happen is I'll, I'll give you a call next week. Wednesday, either Tuesday or Wednesday, um, we've got a beautiful trophy. Again, uh, courtesy of our friends at Ideal Logos, and we'll come out there with uh, somebody from UW Credit Union to address the team for a couple minutes and hand this beautiful uh, team of the week trophy off. I look forward to That's meeting awesome. you in person. Congratulations. Keep these kids focused, getting ready to play McGuanago next week. Yeah, for sure. We appreciate it. We're excited to see you guys. And yeah, McGuanago is another top 10, 15 ish team in the States. So it's you just look, dog fight. You look at your schedule, and then you get Germantown, Waukesha South, and then end with Muskego and Arrowhead. Yeah, thanks a yeah. lot, boys, for that. <laughs> Hey, I agree con- with that. <laughs> congratulations. Um, I'm sure with the newborn, you're not getting any sleep anyway, so just break down film, pal. That's that's exactly the plan. That's, that's awesome. Congrats, Coach. <laughs> congratulations, congrats. Coach. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for being patient with me. You bet. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. Matt Hensler, head football coach at Badger. And uh, the athletic director, what do you pick up from from that? You're going to, you know, he, he's, a, he's been around, huh? His yeah. resume is like. Yeah, he's good. I wanted to ask him what he uh, if he's a teacher or not, because something tells me that um, when he was at Black River Falls, he reached out. I want to say to myself when I was at Oconomowoc, because I wanted to say he was in special ed. I don't know. I can't. Oh, you know, yeah. that was a while ago. But I Shoot. think uh, I think I think it's great. I mean, he's yeah, a well-traveled guy. I was at a wedding with him last weekend. He was at the same spot I was, and he, you know, he gets along with people and he can interact, and he's quiet and he's humble, as you can kind of could tell. Yeah. Him on the phone call there and he, he he's just a worker so it's those are good people they're Absolutely. good people yeah that scenario is mrs coach hensler's nightmare <laughs> there's no way she's moving that many times <laughs> no absolutely oh, not i i was the general manager for an indoor team indoor soccer team in chicago my wife was we stayed at the same house <laughs> hour and 45 minute drive yeah. each way from me she was you take the job they're paying a nice chicago wage but yeah. man i'm not moving <laughs> I, thank goodness we didn't because I ran that place right into the ground. <laughs> oh, man. Worst general manager in the history of pro sports. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan. Former head coach at Oconomowoc. Nobody says that anymore. No. They just say AD at Muskego. Yeah. For, I'm going to say it. Former head, former player at Wanakee. There you That's go. That's what I'm going to say right, <laughs> right there. Hey, I was up in... Uh, I was up in Marshfield this week doing a segment for Around the Corner with John McGivern, and we talked football up there. And uh, Denny Goyle, who's their coach there, is a great mm-hmm. guy. And, and we were up there having dinner. I said, hey, when can I start, you know, picking locations? And the producer said, what do you think? What do you think? And I said, Wanakee. She goes, what? I said, Wanakee. I'm telling you, that'd be a perfect location for the, for this show. They, yeah. They'd spend the week. I would talk to Coach Rice about and she was like, they got a good football program. I said, yeah. She was, that's why you want to be. I said, no. It, it's a great area, right? Absolutely. It's, uh, and it's growing, and it's yeah. got a quaint little downtown, and it's, it's a unique little place. There's no doubt about it. Have you seen the show around the corner? I've seen parts of it. I okay. haven't watched it all the way through. Is there, is there manufacturing going on? Is there, where are most of the people want to keep, where are they working? Most of them go into Madison because it sits directly on the north side, so you're equally split between downtown, the east side, and the west. Really, you can go anywhere you want. Yeah. That's kind of got a location advantage on some of the other suburbs, but they uh, they do have some good businesses in town yet, and they got uh, they got Walktoberfest going on, I guess, this weekend uh, with the Endress Manufacturing, They so they put their little spin on everything with a WAU in front of it. <laughs> so Well, they're ranked number one in the state division two right now. Yeah. Yeah. They've been rolling. They haven't really been uh, challenged a little bit at all this year. And when they get to week nine, I think, uh, I think they got the forest. <laughs> What's he, what, hold on, Mr. Henson. That, that, that play, it's so hard to play there. It's un, unreal. Is it? Yeah. We, we went there a few years ago and we actually came out with a win, but it, it, it is so hard to play there. The whole town comes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Coach Rice been doing this a bit, and he's yeah, off. Yeah, man, that it's 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 now, um, it's just a machine, right? That the youth that all the way up, and these kids want to play. And you know, it, it's funny we we spoke, we reached out to him a few years back about some of their leadership stuff, and uh, he he said something really interesting. Um, you know, they do so many things to build culture, and so many things to build that that football environment and leadership stuff. And um, five six years ago, they they had a down season for them. You know, and which was like two or three win or two or three losses. Yeah, you know. 2013. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. He knows. Five and five, I think. And he oh. and he flat out said, and he 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 marked that moment like you know we thought it was just a machine. We thought it was self perpetuating. We thought it was perpetual that it would just go on. And he's like, we we forgot to to cross all those T's and and dot the I's. And he's like, so we went back to doing that stuff. And that was a that was a, a light bulb for us. Like you know, who are we to not? Right. do all those things so we have to get back in it we have to get go back to being intentional about building our leadership and our culture and you, for, coming from him that's like wow one of the things i i i have a lot more respect for football coaches than i do basketball coaches you guys share that kind of stuff yeah basketball <laughs> coaches like uh no no we don't do anything <laughs> what are you talking about no we don't run that no we never ran it. you know that kind of stuff and and not all basketball coaches but the majority of them and football coaches, man, you guys, that clinic, you yeah. guys are sharing everything. Right. You want to see what – we're playing against each other week two. You want to see what we run here? Stop us. Yeah. This is what we run. And that's – I think that is that football coach environment. Uh, a great example of that last year um, at the clinic, at the bash, they have uh, sort of those satellite chalkboards, and, and UW-Wisconsin coaches are 
are sitting there X and O with high school guys, and it's midnight, and here Jim Leonard is still on the chalkboard with a group of 30 guys X and O, and I'm like, that, that dude's a football coach. Uh, coach Tricky, Jeff was in studio with me last night, and he was telling a story about the clinic where um, Racine Horlick got a win against uh, Oak Creek, and Brian Fletcher has been in studio, and Brian gets after him. He's a good guy and uh, loves his family. And like, I mean, it's just I like him. And he was saying, uh, Jeff said it was about 11 o'clock, and I was, I was ready to go to bed. I was a little tired. Got off the elevator, start walking down the hall, and all of a sudden, you know, one of the doors is open, one of the suites, and all of a sudden, uh, Coach Tricky. And it's Brian Fletcher. He said, hey, I don't mean to bother you. Could you just come in and uh, can we talk a little football? My staff, he had his entire staff orderly in the suite, and he had on a big screen in the suite, and they were running through stuff. And I said, well, you know, the years I went to the clinic, I went in a few of those suites. It wasn't so orderly. He said his whole staff was there, and they were fully engaged. It's quarter after 11 at night. He said, I spent an hour. He said, then I said, I'm done. I got to go. But they, he said, I was really impressed with that. And that's the kind of stuff that football coaches do a lot more of than, than basketball coaches. And I, I'm impressed with my, with that. My very first football clinic ever, I uh, had my first year coaching, like 1997 or something like that. And uh, my dad was hosting the hospitality suite for all the speakers. So I snuck in there because the old man. And it, it was me, my dad, then uh, Stan Grove from, from uh, oh, yeah. you know Hall of Famer. And uh, Phil Dobbs, a Hall of Famer, uh, Roger Herring from Lacrosse, Rick Neuheisel, and Barry Alvarez. Oh. And I just stayed in the court. I didn't say a word. I don't think I breathed for two hours <laughs> just listening. It was awesome. How fun would that it be? It was great. Man, hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Travis Wilson. We're going to talk about some changes in the rankings that are going to be coming up next week for sure with a lot of surprises and some some guys that got – teams that got beat that we I didn't – I didn't really think we were going to happen, but there's going to be some changes, and we'll talk to Travis on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. What should we know from the latest Packers game? Find out from a future Hall of Famer. And here's Bledsoe back to throw it. Down he goes from behind. Packers Hall of Fame safety, Leroy Butler. Off the corner, Leroy Butler. Leaps onto Chuck and Winkler. Monday mornings at 7. Brought to you by Carson Blau and Clemens. Injured? Don't drop the ball. Make the call. Injury attorneys Carson Blau and Clemens. On AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Are you looking for a career where you can use your hands, gain new skills, and earn great money? Don't settle for just another job. Become a North Central State's carpenter. As a carpenter, you'll get paid as you get trained, so no student loans to repay. You'll make great money, as well as a retirement pension and health care plan. Build your talent. Build your career. Build your life. Become a North Central State's carpenter. Begin your journey today. Just go to betterwages.org. That's betterwages.org. When you're looking for a new truck, you're looking for a really great deal, right? I'm going to make that easy for you. Hi, I'm Susan Hiller of Hiller Ford on Highway 100 in Franklin. September is truck month at Hiller Ford. That means we're doing anything and everything to make sure you get the very best deal. As an example, we have factory rebates up to $6,500 or 0% financing for up to 72 months for a total savings of up to $13,000 off MSRP on a 2019 F-150 4x4 Crew Cab. We've got great prices on a whole load of Rangers as well. And first responders get up to an extra $1,000 in factory rebates. And with each purchase, you get your choice of a bedliner, 
WeatherTech front floor liners, or 25 quick trip car washes. No wonder so many people love to buy their cars and trucks from Hiller Ford. We make deals you won't believe, satisfaction guaranteed, we got it. Hey, this is Mike McGivern alongside Zach Emmons from Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Zach, thank you for all the great work that you guys have done at my house. You're welcome, Mike. The last project was a good one. You got the mirrors off the wall, and then we came and fixed that wall. Come on, Zach. You know I did all the hard work, right? Eh, not really, but we're happy to help. When it comes to plaster and any kind of stucco work, Creative Construction is the company to call. You know, I agree, Zach. No one better. Not even close. Fifth generation, family-owned company, Creative Construction has helped guys like me for a long time. Along with brand new commercial and residential projects, man, you guys have done it all. There's not much that we haven't seen and done. If my guys have a question, I can always call my dad Bingo. There's not much that he hasn't seen. So do what I did. Call 414-397-4072 or visit callcreativeconstruction.com. That's callcreativeconstruction.com. Hey, this is Mike McGivern. If you listen to some of my shows, you know how much I appreciate our local pick-and-save stores. They truly care about our Wisconsin people and communities. They know how busy you are running your kids to school and practice. So now they're making fueling up your family a great way to help fuel your car. Earn points by shopping at your local pick-and-save store. Redeem those points for discounts on fuel at BP locations. For more information, go to pickandsave.com backslash fuel. Thanks, Pick and Save. Brewers and Cardinals, it's game two of the weekend set in the thick of things. Let's talk about it tonight after the game. Bayview Shade and Blind postgame show presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. We are hashtag Admirals 50 on the fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. Can you tell I'm tired, Coach Hensler? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, That's a little though. bit. It's uh, worked hard last night. I did, and it's been a t- it's been a long week here at uh, Intercom, but it's been good. <laughs> Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. He's Matt Hensler. I want to thank uh, my co-host, man. I, I, I tell you what, Ryan McMillan is just he's a great guy to have on the show because he has really good perspective on yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, he gets perspective is a great way to it. put it. And you know what? When you go through that Wanakee program, yeah. and I, I credit them with that. It's a cult, man. It is a cult. <laughs> you know what? In a good way. Yeah. Not a correct, bad one. I, I'm a big fan of uh, of Ryan's, and I thank him every week for coming in. We are joined by the two seniors from Lake Geneva Badger who had been in a little bit on the show for a couple of segments, but I wanted them to come back this last segment. Um, Kyle Friend, he is the uh, son of Catherine and Jeffrey, and I wanted to know your favorite memory of playing high school football so far? You got a lot um, to play. My favorite memory is from sophomore year. We played Wilmot at their homecoming, and it was it was a great game. <laughs> it was just crazy. I think it was like two years in a row we went to over uh, overtime, or was it three? Yeah, no, two years in a row, it yeah. Was two, yeah. Two years in a row. This one was homecoming. And it was – we were on the one-yard line, and Sarah Kurth, 6'5", 330 – Enormous, greatest guy I've ever met. Okay. <laughs> they run up the middle. He hits the quarterback, makes him fumble. We get the ball, we win. It was, uh, it was he, great. It's he, over it, it, the overtime thing is so weird because he's right. It's like you're so into it and you're so hyped up, and then then it's just over. It just ends. Done. And we're like ah, <laughs> boom. 
<laughs> and to beat them on their on their yep. court yeah. or on their field, excuse me, a basketball guy on yeah. homecoming. And, and he's right. That was two years in a row was overtime, and two years in a row they fumbled on the one. Oh. Excuse me, we forced a fumble on there the one. There you How go. That? That's yeah. Well, that, that sounded like he forced one. That bus ride home must have been fun. It was very. Yeah. <laughs> that's, locker room after was great, too. Had a, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lake Geneva. I don't know where you got where the where you high school boys go if they go to somebody's house and and have a couple sodas and keep celebrating. But that had to be a good night, no doubt. Will uh, your favorite memory? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot, but I think one of my favorite memories is uh, last year. It was obviously a rocky year, but um, our homecoming game. Uh, we won it, get into the playoffs, keep the streak going. Um, uh, it was just a great memory being able to get that big win. It was like a big step for the team. That's awesome. And just after with the fireworks and everything, I just always seem to pop my head. You guys do fireworks and stuff? Yeah, we we, we go pretty crazy on homecoming. So <laughs> it's, it's a cool environment. And it's, uh, yeah, there's a big cannon that Is gets me really? every time we score. I like it. It's like, figure it out, dude. You know, <laughs> you know it's comfortable. Every, every year. Yeah. Every year. Hey, um, do, uh, high school football coaches normally dislike that homecoming week. I mean, all of you guys would say to me, why don't you take it one year? Yeah. Why don't you take it? Yeah, but basketball guys, why don't you deal with that? No, no, we're good. <laughs> you guys hey, you guys deal with that. We got the Christmas holidays. Every, what yeah. do you mean you're going skiing? Well, we didn't have any boys going skiing <laughs> this last year, but what do you mean you're going snowboarding? That kind of stuff. Yeah. But homecoming, it's great for these kids. But, man, to keep them focused is tough. It's a cool environment. Just For me, it's just they're mentally exhausted. By the time you get to Friday, they're just mentally worn out. Who do you play homecoming this year? Delvin Darian. Okay. And they've, they've, they're they they're good, too. Are they? You know, Yeah, they, they're huge up front. And we just, because we saw a film of them with uh, Elkhorn, huge up front. They got a, they got a Wisconsin Badger kid, yeah, their middle linebacker running back. So <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this conference, the coaches in the conference, they've all been around for a bit now, right? For the most part. Yeah, I think the Delvin guy, this is his second year. Okay. Um, and then, um, Union uh, McClell- Grove. McClellan, yeah, I think this is his third year. Yeah. Other than that, there's some some vets. He had it going there for a bit yeah. at Union Grove. and they, they're Much kind improved. Of, yeah. yeah, they're kind of because of, again, at a place like Union Grove, if you have a bad class or two, it's going to take a little bit. Right. But, uh, man, that, that's a fun environment. When you go at to Union Grove, they normally come out for the for Yeah, they, the especially if it's their homecoming. They they really, it's small town feel, so they, they definitely support the high school and uh, their stadium is gorgeous. It's, it's a turf, and they built up a new stadium, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Well, I've been in their weight room. Uh-huh. It's not like yours. Well, oh, man. come on now. I mean, think about <laughs> for around the corner, John McGiver, my whole segment, my sports segment was on that weight room. Yeah. And you know what, Coach, back then you were almost a little embarrassed by it. You were like, look, this is. Yeah. Do we deserve this? Yeah. Well, and, and you know what, and, and don't be that way. It's It's open to the public. Right? right, and and I, I think it was beautiful, man. It was a, a just a really nice place. The tough part, you know, who says is John D'Amato over at Sussex Hamilton. They have that beautiful indoor facility, right. and then right off is that beautiful weight room. He goes, the problem is now everybody thinks you should win state every year right. because <laughs> expectations. You have, yeah, you know what? And it looks beautiful, but if these kids aren't in using it, right. you know what? What good does that, that does that do? Hey, well, that uh, that was a really good one, and I appreciate that. The fact that. Uh, you know, it was it was game time. It's interesting because a lot of uh, a lot of guys that I ask these questions to when they come in, some of it is outside of, you know, of, outside of playing. The first time I did, I had baseball guys from Martin Luther where I coached basketball, and um, I said your favorite memory. And one kid said, you know, I was catching in Dakota. The guy next to him was pitching, 
and he he threw a fastball, and a guy hit one so far out that it rolled across the street onto a Walmart parking lot. I go, that's your favorite memory? He goes, I've never seen a ball hit that far in my whole life. It's my favorite memory. And I thought, okay, I'm going to ask kids that story, that question, because I've gotten you know, winning games to we were on the bus yeah. and somebody brought a microphone and we did some karaoke or this happened and this kid's parent did this. And so it's been uh, – I love those answers. And sometimes it's, you know what, we, we made them fumble on their homecoming on the one-yard line, yeah. which is awesome. Hey, Coach, it's good to see you. How, your dad's doing all right? Yeah, he's doing great. And in fact, uh, last night he was at the game, and he's like, uh, this being a fan stuff's for the birds. So I, <laughs> who knows? He might be at practice next week. Who that, knows? That would be awesome. <laughs> it would be awesome. Hey, I, um, I, I'm, I'm serious about doing that uh, coaching son thing. Guys yeah. that are coaching either with their sons or have coached with their sons, and I'd love to have him be part of that show. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his. It's good to see you. Good luck the rest yeah, of the way. We'll take luck. Hey, Will, Kyle, thank you. Um, Amy and Frank and Catherine and Jeffrey, you should be very proud. These uh, I have kids in here a lot, and, and not everybody looks me straight in the eye, shakes my hand when they come in and says, thank you, thanks for having us. And, and these guys do that. And they did that when they walked in, and they've done it the two hours they've been here. I always want to know what my kid was like when he couldn't smell my cologne. <laughs> you know what, Amy, Frank and, and uh, Catherine and Jeffrey, you guys have done well. They can't smell your cologne. These are really nice young men. You did good, man. <laughs> Good ambassadors right there. Awesome. Love them. You got it. Coach, good luck. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.